When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hashtag no music, no intro, no voice. Um, what? Oh man! Like I know we got. I know we got to talk about the game. We're gonna recap the game. The Saints not allowing the Raiders to score a single point through <clears throat> to three and five. We were there to witness it. We were there to witness Peyton Turner. He has he has his name back for at least this week. Peyton, Peyton Turner. Turner going off, having two sacks. Like we jokingly predicted last week and then laughed at the notion that it would happen. Uh, Marcus Davenport picking up Devontae Adams like a little baby and throwing him down. <laughs> we got we 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 gonna recap it all. But the first place I have to start is I can't really even express or put into words how how amazing this weekend was. I can't do it, man. Um, I flew in on Thursday, but, you know, got there later on Thursday. But essentially, Friday to to this morning monday halloween the amount of people i met that we met we interacted with we partied with we were in the city with i i i've i've never experienced anything like that um i do want to give the most sincerest uh, appreciation and gratitude to Elise and her husband, Ben, no question. Um, for allowing us, uh, opening up <clears throat> their home to essentially 24 fucking strangers. Like, think mm. about that, right? 24 people. Man, or twenty three people that that you've never met before, right? And you're sharing your address with them, opening your home to us, and we had about mm, I think I counted earlier about twenty seven, twenty eight people was the final final count of the of the VIP party on Saturday night, um, and everyone just had a like a good time and good time. and it's just like god like we like we like we've built this like this, and it's yeah. it it still has, it hasn't sinked in yet i 
<clears throat> I was wearing my pot, our podcast merchandise T-shirt around New Orleans. Two people said, "Hey, man, I was in the podcast. Big fan. Let me know what you're doing." <laughs> like, that, like that's wild, man. Like that. <laughs> it doesn't make it happened on Frenchman, and it happened um, near Allen's tailgate before the game. Mm. That's wild. I'm, I'm gonna say this. So this was the first annual VIP get together. Um, this is going to be a thing we're doing every year. If for no other reason to become a Patreon, even if you can't attend things in person, please believe when we say on this podcast that the community we we have built and are continuing to build, whether it be Discord. <clears throat> or whatever is I really feel like it's the place to be because right. it's easy to it's easy to say that before beforehand but now that we've experienced it in person the just the connectivity the how easygoing everyone is and just not and just can have a conversation about anything like anything. yeah we got to, we got to, we got together because of the saints like yeah that's that's what brought us together but that's not the reason, like, they're not, like, the driving force of, like, what makes the community what it is. So the fact that we had people come in from California, people come in from Utah, Pennsylvania, Florida, local people in Louisiana, local people in New Orleans, Alex and Michael from, from London. Man. And they just stole the show. <laughs> oh, as always. <laughs> As always, as always, I I knew what was in the store because I met them a couple of weeks ago in London. Right, <laughs> I, I was I was well aware of what was coming. Um, it it was truly an amazing. Me and Joey have talked about it, man. It's one of the best weekends I've had in my life. Like no question, talk. no like, question. I, I'm not saying that to hype it up. I'm not saying uh-huh. that to to get people to like to, to to pay money and become patreons. I I truly mean that. <clears throat> with the bottom of my heart is when the like I don't have a voice. I don't have a voice. It is one of the best weekends I've had in my entire life. Um me and Elise, I, I touched down back in California. Me and Elise were already texting about next year, bruh. Already Man. texting about it. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I said, you know what? I said next year I want t shirts. I want to have t shirts. Everyone at the party gets gets a the second annual hashtag same sort of podcast t shirt. Um, so everyone who showed up, everyone who came, I'm not going to try to name everybody because I don't want to miss anyone out. Then anyone and everyone who, who either supports us, but couldn't be there. Cause I know there's a lot of people who, who wanted to be there. Daniel, Mitch, I know that like the list is extensive. Um, thank y'all for your support. Like this weekend just reinforced what Ryan and I, Ryan and I do, um, and I'm, and it's it's like we we got to we got to keep doing it. We got to keep going. So I'm going to stop rambling. Um I'll let you add anything that you might want to add and then we'll we'll talk about what happened on Sunday. No, man, like me and my wife talked about it. She was like every every everybody's just so positive. It was just such a good vibe. And that's the perfect description for it. The vibes are just positive. Wasn't no, you know, bickering, no negative attitudes, nothing. Everybody was just cool man it just shows how you know you put out the right energy the right energy come back to you you know what i'm saying 
So it's like, I, I love it, bro. I love it, man. It was, I was in awe. Like when we was walking down uh, Porters after the Superdome, you know, after the game, man, I haven't done that in since I was like a teenager. You know, with everybody, you know, right. you know Elise and Ben and Joey, and, you know, his girl, everybody was just walking down. I'm like, man, this is it. This is it right here, bro. It's it, man. You know? It's it. I love it, it, bro. Um, the, the, the feeling of walk like, well, you you're a little late, but the feeling of like all of us walking up the stairs to the Super Bowl, oh, yeah. man, and like had the whole group. Max, shout out to Max. He had a great idea. I didn't pull it off because I didn't want to be carrying around the sign the sign all Sunday. Oh yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, he's like, y'all should take the banner that was signed <laughs> and then just hold it up and take a picture in front of the Superdome with the banner, and each year do it as the community continues to grow. Great oh, idea. Didn't want to carry that fucking batter. The logistics of the situation. The logistics. My throat hurts, right? I can't even make me laugh like that. Um, that's all I want to say on it. Uh, but if you're interested, become a Patreon, even if it's just a dollar a month. Because um, I, I am truly 100% behind what we're building. I also want to give a quick... Quick appreciation uh, to my girl Jay, who she kind of let she just kind of let me do my thing this weekend and was like, yeah. like knew knew how important this weekend was, yeah. And the amount of like support and how patient she's been um, with us with me doing this, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I, I work super hard with my normal career being a social worker, and then I get home and you know. And I'm, I'm doing this a couple of days out of the week. Um, but I do want to give a shout out for, you know, appreciation to everything that <clears throat> she's kind of standing by my side and helping us build. Okay, let, we got we got to get into it. I just want one more shout out, bro. Shout out to Go you, ahead. man. Shout out to you. You know, you did a lot of the footwork, making it happen, putting together the, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the, the T's. The logistics. The logistics, like the real logistics. Shout out to you, man. You really made that happen. Working with Elise, trying to figure everything out. Being a point man, any question anybody had that came to you, they asked me. I'm like, ask Adam, bro. I don't know. <laughs> what time? I don't know. <laughs> so shout out to you, man. You did a real good job of organizing the whole thing. Set up the catering, Blue Oak. Shout out to Blue Oak. Food was awesome. I'm not even a pulled pork person, really. I'm not at all, bro. I'm not at all. I'm not either, because usually it's like it's too dry, but like it with that the shit. sauce on it. Oh, that shit was good, bro. And bro, the the queso from from Superior Grill, nigga. Ooh, I'm so pissed. I ain't getting none, bro. You didn't Ooh, get no yeah, queso, I did, bro. I did get. I did get the queso. I'm tripping. I didn't get the one with the ground meat in it. Was that you did that. That was the queso. That, oh, that was it. That was, oh, yeah, that, man, that was shit it. Was a, that shit was amazing. Bro. I was eating that shit cold. <laughs> Delicious, bro. Anyway, I, I appreciate it, man. I just I wanted I wanted this weekend to be special um, for for everybody. Also, a quick shout out to Alan. So, a whole big group of us went to Alan's tailgate before the game. Mm-hmm. Was super inviting. Had food. Um, we all make sure we donate it to uh, the hashtag tailgating together cause um, that he's doing for the transient population in New Orleans. Um, so big shout out to Alan. Um, <clears throat> every, everything about the weekend was great. And as I was walking up the Superdome, 
What did I say on this podcast last week around the preview show? I said, I just, if there was one game. One game. One game. Just I needed one game. I said, give us the Raiders game, football gods. Give us this Raiders game to cap this weekend. And I'm good. Now, I'm not saying I won't, I, you know, now the team can lose the, the rest of the games of the season. I'm going to be okay with that. But I just needed, I needed, I wanted everyone with us to experience the 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 feeling of New Orleans after a win, the feeling of lo- the leaving the Superdome after a win. I have not. Thanks for Max for clarifying exactly a year. I think it was Eric. I have not seen the Saints win a game in the Superdome before Sunday. The last game was 2013 against the Cardinals. 2013. That's nine years ago. But you know what, bitches? The streak. Ended on Sunday. Ended. Ended. I was in person, watched the game. They won. Joey Joey was saying on Friday, he said, they're going to win, bro. And I said, you know what? I believe you. I said, I, I feel it. I yeah. heard something about this weekend. I feel it. He said, they're going to win by two. He said, they're going to win by, by two scores. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't go two. I said, I'll give you six. I don't know about all that. <laughs> so I'll give you six. He said he he was confident all weekend that they were going to win by two scores. They shut out the Raiders twenty four to zero. Let's talk about this game and what it can mean for the season going forward. Does it change your impression of the season? It was the first game all game. It was the first game all season where they played complete games in. All three phases, except for a missed fucking field goal with Will Lutz, which is a little concerning. But besides that hiccup, all three phases, offense, defense, um, the penalties were drastically reduced and cut down. And I think defensively was the thing that kind of surprised me the most because, like, the Raiders had, like, gone on this streak the last couple of weeks of being, like, one of the better offenses in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run game was cooking. You know, Derek Carr is playing pretty decently. Um, and and Josh McDaniels had, had did had kind of was putting his imprint on that Raiders offense. Mm-hmm. For them not to score a, a, a three points, for them not to even get past the Saint you know, in Saints territory <clears throat> until that final garbage time drive. You you kind of saw it off off the bat, right? There mm-hmm. there was this mm, energy to the defense mm-hmm. that I felt like we hadn't really seen all season. No question, bro. And, you know, I think that was that was one of the major differences in the game, uh, just the defense. Doing the simple things defenses need to do to be successful. Tackling. Um, they didn't let Josh uh, Jacobs get going. You know, they just kept a bottom up. Yeah, he had like 4.3 yards per carry, but he didn't bust one. Um, you know, they kept him behind the chains. They gang tackled. Um, you know, the pass rush was there. Even, you know, and what was great was you saw the uh, the coverage work with the pass rush very well because there were times like Derek Carr, he did have time to throw, man, but there was mm-hmm. just nothing there. There was just nothing there. It was blanket coverage. Um, no big busts in the secondary. It was just a nice, clean game. It was the game I've been waiting to see. All season, like I just wanted to see, can these dudes put together four quarters of a game? Like even in the Saints, you know, under Sean Payton, 
even in some of the down years, the 79 years, they'll have two or three primetime games where they look like gangbusters. And it's like, okay, yep. maybe, maybe they turn it around, you know? I haven't seen that yet this year until this past Sunday. And, you know, we'll see where it leads, you know, but we're just looking at this game, you know, and give flowers to them, man, because it got to yes. that point where it was coming <laughs> to a head, bro. Like last week after the uh, Cardinals game, um, you know, Mario Davis came out with like a seven-minute speech at the presser and, you know, just, you know, just trying to get the team up. Alvin Kamara, he's trying to take on a leadership role, man. He's trying to get guys going. You could tell this team was really jumping at the bit, mm-hmm. you know, uh, over this mini-buy to try to correct things. And uh, even, you know, like I told my Triple talking about, um, you know, Nick Underhill talking about, like, how the defense – the past couple of weeks, they really didn't have an answer as to why they were playing the way they were playing. And then this week, you kind of saw where they they figured out the problem. And they were just kind of like, okay, we know what we need to do. We just got to do it. And I think that was just one of the cases where they just came out and executed, man. Came out and executed and played their game defensively. And I think that's the major difference in the game because offensively, they have improved week to week, but they did need to clean up. The turnovers, and you know, right. I mean, Andy Dalton. Yeah, I think he had one or two turnover-worthy pro throws. Yes, I think that's just part, that's part of the life, you know. With Andy Dalton, you know, all with James. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just a part of life, not having a franchise quarterback. But you're gonna get gonna get those throws. But for the most part, they play just clean offensively. And look what happens, man! You get a nice, comfortable win. Wasn't like besides maybe like the early parts of the game, man. Even at, at halftime, they went in what it was seven. It was seventeen zero at halftime, if I remember correctly. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because Will Lutz had missed that field goal. Um, getting back to the defense and, and, and giving flowers. I don't know what kibosh, or maybe it's a reverse kibosh, that me and you have like put on second round draft picks the last two seasons that the Saints have drafted. But whatever that shit is, it, it is the exact opposite <laughs> of what we think. Pete Warner, we he's he's one of the best young linebackers in in the league. I, I said it with no, my chest. No question. He's, there were some plays, and there was one tackle, couple of plays he made, like and it's. I've seen him play in person twice now in London and 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 yesterday, and the some of the plays he makes are just special linebacker plays. Man, he yeah. he, he he drops in coverage. He puts his hands up, leads to an interception. There's a play he makes where Josh Jacobs pretty much gets to gets through the traffic and is going towards his left, and there's nothing in front of him. There and and Pete Warner basically is kind of like has him. One on one in an yeah. island. If he doesn't make that tackle, bro, Josh Jacobs is going for like maybe a. You're talking about where like like just Pete Werner's like scraping, just yes. coming across. He's just like to work through traffic like that, bro. That was beautiful. I saw you. I saw exactly what you was talking about, and he just scraping across the line and oh, boom, just bro. takes him out. You know what I'm saying? Just a form tackle. It's like oh man, that's a hard tackle to make, bro. People it's a hard tackle to make, man. It's a hard take. A lot of players players miss their tackle. Um, and that's just him, man. Like, even, you know, end of the game and finish the game off. Right. He, he it's finished like, the game. It's like, bang. Like, okay, that's my linebacker right there. <laughs> and I, I was, I was, uh, I started it in London 
he was making plays all over the field in London. And I just say, I just every time he makes a play, man, I'd say he clock in and clock out. Like that's that's just me, bro. Just, 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 just Pete, bro. Just doing he, work. He's gonna give you eight hours if if the job needs a little mandatory overtime. He's out, he's there. He just clock in, clock out. Just you can dependable Pete. Um, and also want to give flowers to Alante Taylor. Oh yeah, who. We we didn't like the pick in the second round. It didn't make sense to us, and we and not just not just you and me. I think like just the Saints fans fan base had as a whole was just like, man, like third fourth round, like right? And as much shit as we have, and probably will continue to give them about not retaining good secondary players because it's just they're I don't know, but. They sure know how to fucking scout them. Maybe not. Oh, yeah. Maybe not like scout them in terms of college players. No, no, no about NFL players. Certainly, yeah. but they can identify traits and players in college, whether it be cornerback, safety, and I, and I think that's it goes directly to Jeff Ireland, yeah, Monte Taylor, and like a game and a half because he only played like half a game. Well, he played, you know, he played half a game against the Bucks. Yeah. Game and half that game. Played this Played well, game. got hurt. Oh, he played against back. the Cardinals too. So sorry, he yeah. played like two and a half games. But there were times where he was just locked up man to man on Devontae Adams. Top three, whatever, top three, five, two, top, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. rank him. Wow. Right? And he was one on one. Some some of them, he had safety help over the top, and some, some of the plays he didn't. And he was just sticky, bruh. Like, to see that, like, in person. And it's just a certain style of corners I like, and he's one of those players that kind of long and long. Mm-hmm. annoying, like very annoying to wide receivers where they just kind of kind of constantly kind of nudging you and punching you, and they're big, you know, so they just, they're very annoying cornerbacks. I love players like that. He's very long and just... And he gets in there. He's a physical tackler. I love quarterbacks like that, man. It's like definitely my type of quarterback. And it's, it's I just want to see, you know, I want to see him continue to keep building. I'm not going to make any projections in the way he is, starting this and that. But, man, like he's putting together a nice resume. It's, bro, cornerback one of the toughest positions to play, period. Let's not even talk about it as a rookie. So for him to come in there and kind of get thrown into the fire, dealt with a couple of injuries, and to be and to look good so far, man, it's, it says good, a lot. Because right now, right. He's, you know, his head just spinning. He don't know what he's doing. He's just playing. Right. Know, wait till yeah. he wait till he actually learns. You know all the you know the the, the intricacies of playing cornerback. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a talented dude. Nice speed, man. I, man, say shout out to that Jeff Riley. Like we we will shit on them for a lot of stuff, but they figure out those DBs, bro. I give them that. They do. At least they in the do. draft. <laughs> um. Yeah. Also, these, it's just little things like that you like to see sometimes. Cause I think it kind of give it kind of tells you something about the team. It is on one of the plays where Alante Taylor, you know, calls the incomplete pass to Devontae Adams. You see Mike Thomas on the sideline, yeah, just just going crazy and and hyping it up. And I just think that I think that shows. It shows a lot about the team because the mm-hmm. team's three and five, and there's been a lot of a lot of shit that's gone wrong this season. We and we've 
been the first to tell y'all most of the shit that's going wrong this season. But to just see that kind of just shows that internally the team is still like together. Right. And it and shit like that, like that picture, <clears throat> I know it's like just a picture, but like I think pictures like that matter. I think so. I think that's why it was such a popular picture to retweet and everything, because I mean it was a lot of just talking, you know, every time Mike is out, there's all these talks, you know, does he want to play, this and that. I'm like, man, like I saw all I needed to see week one this year. You know, when he was back in the game and MT caught the touchdowns and he was just foaming at the mouth. Just happy to be out there, bro. You know, I have no questions about him wanting to play for the Saints. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Psycho, so, psychopath, bro. He's, he's a psychopath. psychopath, man. Come on. Now, like, it's really just been unfortunate for him, bro. Like, really just bad luck. Like, you can't even figure it out. Just some bad-ass luck. But for him to be out there chanting, you know, rooting everybody on, and just, you know, I think the DNA of this team, um, I think DA is dependent on it, man, to, the leadership that they construed together, the talent, you know, he's depending on them to kind of build themselves back up and, you know, save their season some kind of way. And, you know, we'll see going forward. But I think what we saw this weekend was them kind of coaching themselves in a way mm. as far as like, hey, we know what we got to do to win. We know what winning, they know what winning football looks like. We know what, what winning football looks like. Let's just go out there and execute it. Was it them coaching them, or did, or did Sean come in for a week? I would love, man. I need a source. I need somebody. Tell me, what, what was Sean can doing? We, like, what, can we also, can we talk about that just for a hot second of how kind of weirdly inappropriate it is that he was at the team facility last I mean, week? Come on, like he could theoretically be coaching the Panthers next year. Theoretically. Uh, right. And he just hanging out at the team facility, just downloading the fucking... <laughs> Download emails and shit like that. <laughs> I, I have a theory. Me and me and Joey were talking about it. Oh, when the Saints were on offense on Sunday, bro. We we're like, oh, this is about to be Sean's first 15 plays. Pete's <laughs> first 15, bro. I could just see I could just see Sean dabbing off Pete and he got like the little sheet in his hand. Like a little hand to hand, like, here you go, Pete. I got you, baby. <laughs> I say that kind of jokingly, but I also kind of say that like not jokingly. Like maybe all it was was he came to the team and he like gave him like a pep talk or like a like something to like rally the troops, which is one weird, right? Man, like, and then two, yeah, that's, that's some cuck shit. That's, like, like, that's what? what I'm saying. That's my <laughs> second point. If you da, what the fuck does that say about you, bro? Like. <laughs> I would bet your girl in the corner. Would, your girl in the corner just getting broke. broke it's, it's like it's like the real, the mad real world, bro. <laughs> what the Haiti? Haiti get broke off in the video. <laughs> I would bet, and not even, I'm not a betting person by nature. I would bet a large sum of money that Sean spoke to the team and addressed the team this past this past week or last weekend. I, I bet a large amount of money on it. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying this as someone who knows something or has sources, but 
when that when I heard that, I was like, that that is that's weird, man. Like that's weird. I don't care what anyone says. That's weird. Like, it worked though. It worked. It did, bro. It did. You know, like you know, like uh, they they played on Sunday, like a Saints team from years past. Yeah, that, that that Sean has gotten up in years past. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> Even if you look at Dalton's stat line, it looked like a like a quintessential breeze stat line. You know, seventy four percent completion percentage. You know, two hundred seventy yards, two touchdowns. Just like your 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 quintessential Drew Brees game. I think something 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 happened last week, bro. I really do. Um, zooming in. Zoom. Could you imagine though? Like, what if what if something like that that did happen last week? And like, that's like the ultimate, uh, like power move, like in contract talks, bro. Like, like I came in for one week, y'all had (laughs) won two games all season. Came in one week, y'all shut out Team Zero Twenty Four. You like Mickey? You need to Gail thirty five mil a year, thirty five mil. <laughs> Make it happen. And a percentage of the team, I want a percentage of ownership. Wouldn't that? That's that's some power shit. <laughs> anyway, um, stay sticking with the defense, uh, real quick. You talked about you talked about the secondary. The the Saints had four or five sacks on Derek Carr, and being at the game. I really felt that a lot of those sacks. <clears throat> sorry, y'all. This y'all, y'all want to know how? And I know I talk about being emotionally disconnected, and I am because I, I don't let the the losses affect me at all. But that doesn't mean that I'm not a Saints fan. So my my hoarse voice is because I was yelling at the top of my fucking lungs yesterday in the Superdome when the Saints were on defense because it was it was just it was just a whole experience because all of us were in the same section together it was me you Joey Amanda Elise and Ben set with set in the poverty section with us just because we were up there like they have they they got some nice ass fucking seats in the Superdome bruh season tickets and they, they were sitting with us uh, bunch, uh, Bo, Chris, like all of us were you know, like Julio was just a couple of rows down, and his brother Javier, all of us were together, and like it just felt like I don't know, man, like family. And <clears throat> so, <clears throat> we being emotionally detached and not emotionally invested is one thing, but I'll be damned if like if I'm going to be in the Superdome. And the Saints are playing, and I'm just going to be sitting, like you know, sitting down with my, you know, my hand, sitting down. Oh with my hell hands. no! No, like that, that will never happen. So I just want people to get understand that you can you can be a fan of a team, but still not be like attached to all like the heartache and the losses they bring. I just want to make that clear. That's why. So people wondering why my voice is so hoarse and I don't have a voice. That's <clears throat> excuse me. That's precisely the reason. But getting back to the sacks, uh, watching the game in person, I felt like a lot of those sacks you kind of mentioned it were like coverage sacks, man. Because like yeah. Derek Carr didn't have nowhere to go with them. Nowhere to go, bro. And like he only had like a certain number, you know, certain number of time, and then that time ran out because Peyton fucking Turner was making plays yesterday, bro. I know, Peyton I know. Fucking Turner. I know Derek Carr was like, who is this guy? <laughs> 
Let him start for what? He wasn't even in the game plan. He wasn't like, he's got a report. I didn't even write his name down. Damn. 98. The D Lines bid video that you quote tweeted. Bruh. Man, I was like, who? What? In this, in, anyone who listens to this podcast, and I had to tweet something about it. Listen. If you're a Saints player and you play like shit, keep you're not the, we're not the only fucking people that talk bad about players when they're not playing well. Everyone in the media, whether it be the Saints, any person that covers football or a sports team, if you're a player and you play like shit, you're going to hear from everybody. Right? That's just right. that's just the, that's just the game. But when you play well, when you play well, you're going to hear you're going to hear it too. Yeah. And so as long as we've done this podcast, when players have stunk it up, we're going to fucking call it out. When players fucking do well, we call that shit out too. So we give it all the flowers to fucking Peyton Turner. Uh, he got his name back for a week. I know his mom probably wants to tweet at me and say, now what, nigga? Now what? <laughs> say something now. <laughs> and saying all that to say this and making... Uh, and 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 having to transition, I feel like we gotta talk about Caesar Ruiz some more, bro. Bruh. That's what I told you earlier. It was like the players that we've been down on the most, man. Man, they be coming to shine, bro. That they, 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 I, I, you you tweeted it, bro. Like I I I think the whole locker room listened to the Saints Twitter podcast this weekend, bro. But before <laughs> If not, if not everybody on the team, at least half of the niggas listen to the podcast, bro. Somebody. That, that's, that, that shit was ridiculous, bro. That, that performance was ridiculous, didn't make man. no sense. They say, oh, these niggas in the building today? All right. I got some for him. Watch. Caesar Ruiz. I mean, his tra- the way he's trending. I mean, he's looking like the 20th. I'm saying, nigga. Come on. Hey, top, top 20 at the 20th, 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 
um, the offensive line as a whole um, oh. has played tremendously better these last last couple of games. Oh, it's um, unbelievable. Ramchek, <clears throat> who has given up quite a few pressures <clears throat> this season, has completely took out Max Crosby out the game, bro. Shut him down. I mean, that's what we worried about going into this game was the pass rush. Talked about it. Pass rush of the Raiders, bro, and it was non-existent. Andy Dalton had time to throw. Uh, And I don't know if I should be giving credit to Pete Carmichael or Sean Payton. (laughs) (laughs) Give Pete his little flowers, bro. Pete. Okay. But our complaints, excuse me, a times about this offense is not like not sticking to what works. 41 when healthy should be getting the ball. Period. Seven should be getting the ball. You throw in, you sprinkle in some 12. And that, I mean, and obviously, I'm not going to say that's it because obviously there's other players, you know, on the team and, but, you know, due to injuries or whatever. But like that is the core of the offense of how it is right now with all the injuries. It's 41 yeah. at seven and it's 12. Period. So the fact that yesterday they leaned so heavily on 41 and 7 is like keep doing that shit. Yes. Keep doing it. Like it's it's not it's not hard, right? And then yeah, you're going to get 89. <clears throat> I'm just, I'm glad that he was actually like getting fucking more snaps and not his yeah. I don't know I haven't seen the snap count, but not his usual fucking 10 plays and he's fucking done. Keep right. going, keep going to him. Um, and we saw that yesterday against the Raiders. Is that is like like I said? It's like it's not hard. So to see the, to see them kind of sticking with that game plan was good. And God damn, seeing forty one play in person when he has oh. his special games, man. There, there's nothing like it, man. And it's, you know. It's not, I mean, we needed he needed those touchdowns, bro. Like I was like, there's no reason AK shouldn't have like multiple touchdowns this year, bro. Like you look at he's been one of the most scoring players in history. Like he has 71 touchdowns as a Saints player. It's insane, right behind Colston, most in in in, in Saints history. Like that's just insane, bro. And, you know, it took Colston some time to get up there. I mean, I know uh, you know Kamara plays a different position, but still. Like, bro, that's just wild to me, man. And, um, I like, you know, a lot of talk been going on past two weeks about, you know, trading Kamara and stuff like that. And I get it. Um, you know, if you come with an offer they can't refuse, obviously, you got to make that move. But, man, he's a player I just want to keep. And, and build around. And, and build, you know, and build with. Like, you win with players like that. You know, you what's the chances you trade him and you get a five-time Pro Bowl or All-Pro? Running back that can catch passes and be a deadly, you know, mismatch on the field on all plays. Like it's just the the chances of that are very unlikely. And what he's costing you like eleven per a year. It's like just right. just, just keep him. <laughs> There's no reason. Yeah. Like you know, just keep him. You know what I'm saying? The only only way I would probably trade him. And at this point, <clears throat> it's, it's funny because I think. Well, I, I'm, this is a question I'll, I'll wait for. The only way I would trade him is that if you if they were getting a first rounder back, if their if their plan is 
we're going to get a quarterback this offseason. Exactly. Exactly. And like, if that's, that's part of their, if that's part of their plan, I under like that, we know they don't wrong. Operate. They don't operate like that. They don't. But if they did, <laughs> like they 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 would have to fucking get the quarterback right cuz you you can't you can't trade AK and get a first and the quarterback that you may either draft or the quarterback that you may either exactly. trade for ends up not being good cuz then that's that that's to me that's even worse than the the Eagles draft pick situation right now. Right. Right. Um but just seeing him play like those two the second touchdown and the third touchdown that that third touchdown man I mm. Me and Joey both like the the dome was just. Fucking, me and Joey was jumping up in the air like that feeling, just floating. Ryan, float, just just floating. Um, he's a special special player. Um, of, of course, <laughs> it's like damn, like we we can't. Get rid of Christian McCaffrey because we're gonna have to see him against the fucking 49ers game. Right. Um <clears throat> but seeing that impressive. He didn't have like a huge, huge game, but seeing how just smooth Chris Olave is, man, in mm. person, like he is he's nasty, man. He caught a pass. It was a nice throw from Dalton, man, just kind of up and over, and and I don't know if I love him or inch or something like that. He just plop, plucked that ball and got to the sideline. It was just so going about your business, but it was like a huge play, and it was just like just going about your business, like la la, you know. And I know he didn't have like a huge stat line, but man, that dude is—he's serious, bro. And when, when, and if you know they get healthy, you know. It's Mike Thomas, Jarvis Landry, just Mike Thomas, bro. Like he nope. just gives you, like he gives you every level that you need in offense, man. Like he's yes. so good. It sounds like they may have Jarvis back against the Ravens. I don't know. If this is the 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 Raiders review. Can, can we just quickly talk about how asinine it is that like the Ravens have like a super team super team on defense like right before you face them like oh let's let's trade for Roquan Smith oh uh David uh Ajabo is gonna be activated uh, like any felon draft like I that's a story a, a tale as old as time Ryan old as time bro old as time like Devontae Adams bro like oh he's got the flu got the flu <laughs> well, I mean shit he, that nigga could've taken the second day if he was gonna I'm done saying he could've just stayed away <laughs> like that <laughs> Um, sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm drinking some some tea. Try to help my voice. Can we? I don't. Want, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I feel like we, we owe it to our listeners to address every every faucet of the team. What is going on with Will Lutz? Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 
just a lack of consistency. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it has anything to do with the operation or him or whatever. Because I feel like his leg is outstanding right now. Like I don't. I mean, I see him. I saw him kick the 50, uh, 61 yarder in fucking London. So that's what I'm saying. Like his leg is fine. I, I just feel like it's just one of those. Maybe it's one of those operational things that they just you know, because special teams it has been a struggle, bro. It just, it's just, it just, it has been, and it kind of just <clears throat> jumps out to me a little bit of like, I don't, know, I don't know if worried is the right word, but like, I mean, it's, I don't it's know, a kicker, bro. It's, I hate it, man. I hate the kicking game because it's like, what do you, you don't know? Like, we can't sit here with like with our X and O's hat on, like, oh, we, don't, we don't do, we don't do X and O's. No, no, we don't do that either way. But even if we did, it's like, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> right. You know, he kicked the ball too hard. I don't, I don't know. It's a kicker. Like, kick the shit through the middle, bro. Like, I don't know. So, I don't know, bro. Like, I have no idea. Like, just just fix it. But luckily, you know, it wasn't like a... It was the only few moments of that game where he was like, oh, Lord, here we go. Yep. Because yes. he, he was just waiting the yes. entire game of like, okay, how long is this going to last? But fortunately... <laughs> They just what? kept balling, bro. It was like, oh. Balling, man. Like, next thing I know, I looked at it. was like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, what the? We about to win this. We about to <laughs> They, they answered my. Football gods answering my goal, answering my prayers in, in resounding fashion. Um, so here's a question I, I have for you as, as we kind of wrap up. <clears throat> With this win, tra- the trade deadline's tomorrow. We've already, saw, I mean, we've already seen a lot of big trades: the Roquan Smith trade, uh, the Christian McCaffrey trade to the Niners. <clears throat> um, you just, we just saw um, Robert Quinn get traded to the Eagles. Also, fuck the Eagles. Um, oh, can can I can I? I'm not going to put this to the football guys. I'm not going to put it up to them because it's not that serious for me. But I would love, absolutely love. For the Eagles to be undefeated when we play them and we somehow beat them. Ooh. I wouldn't even care what our record is. Wouldn't even care. Like, I, I just I just need to Oh, that's a tall order right there, boy. Is it though? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen us play the Eagles the last few years? I have, bro. I have, I have, I have. I have. But but let me let me this is, this is it's all it's all relative, right? Because yeah. Really, hear me out. I know this is looking way for in the future, but hear me out. If Sean is healthy, if, if Sean is healthy, you put Marshawn on AJ Brown. You put Alante on Devonta Smith, and you just, you just try to you you just try to muck up things the best you can for Jalen, bro. Is it mm. is it easy? No, this is not. But I just I'm just saying like that's a wish. I'm not I'm not I'm not sending it up to the heavens, but I just. I wish they are undefeated when we play them. So I, we can I, knock them. I would love it. Like just the fact that you know them beating I, I, us. I just I don't I don't want how I don't want how to get the satisfaction to right. beat the Saints in the regular season and also potentially end up with a high draft pick. Well, the higher pick is like, like mm, getting that higher pick. It just makes it even more special, you know. I don't want that anyway. I don't either. So, a question I have for you. You know how teams in front offices do things in, in, an, 
in a very emotional way sometimes, right? So, <clears throat> perfect example. If a team thought about maybe doing a little fire sell um, before Sunday's game, you know, maybe taking some calls on some of their players, um, what have you, but they went on Sunday, right? And maybe, like, in that moment, they're like, oh, shit, like, we won. Like, shit, maybe we might be better than we thought <laughs> we were. And and so they 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 start having more of a, a short sighted mm-hmm. line of thinking than long term line of thinking. So say that to say this: there's some players that have come up in trade talks for the Saints. If you were the Saints, and Adam Schefter has mentioned like Marcus Davenport before, so right? So let's mm-hmm. just use him as an example. <clears throat> Should Sunday's performance? And the fact that you play in the NFC South and the NFC South is absolutely fucking trash and the team that is the leading the NFC South, you beat them in week one. Week one. Should that change your perception of maybe potentially what you were potentially thinking of doing prior to Sunday's game? No. No. It should change anything. So if you if you had conversation with teams about maybe tra- you know trading Marcus Davenport for draft picks. Yeah. I mean, if, if you had those conversations, it, it obviously has more to do with one game. So it does. I mean, that's it's. Uh, but but consider, consider, I'm not. I'm not just saying this for the Saints because I think all, I think teams around the NFL as a whole do shit like this, right? Oh yeah, it's no not. Question. It's not just a Saints thing, or vice versa, right? You could have teams that maybe are maybe like teetering and like they're like, oh, but we maybe we're competing, and then yeah. like on Sunday they get like fucking blown out, or they get like just you know they get destroyed, yeah. like. Oh shit! Like we trash. Like okay, we yeah. open a fire cell out. Um, I'm gonna throw something at you, and I don't know if he's actually on the block. A person whispers about it though, and I don't even love him as like a player, but I think he could do really well in his offense. And I don't, I don't, I'm again, because I'm, I'm thinking long term, right? It's not just this season; it's long term. What would you give up for T.J. Hawkinson? Hawkinson. Ooh. You know, I'd give him a uh What'd you give Dan Campbell? And Brad Holmes. You know, I'd give up a uh I don't know what our picks look like. But I we give have up a... our We have our that we have our second next year. Second. But we, but we don't have our second two years from now. Right. I wouldn't give up a second. I just don't think his impact would be enough to warrant that, you know, even long term. Um, but I would, you know, I would give up a fourth, maybe even the third. I don't know what we have. The I, third I round, I would, whatever. I think I would. I, I would easily give up a third. Yeah, I would. I would give up third and do that pretty comfortably. It just, no just but it'd be interesting to see what what just not the Saints, but just kind of what teams around the league do. Tomorrow, as the trade deadline approaches, I don't even know what time it, it closes or whatever, um, and see if things like does anything from this past Sunday change yeah. people like changes teams' perceptions of like okay we were going to trade this player but then we won on Sunday so then like maybe we should like not, not trade them because we are can, like maybe we can get back into it. Teams right. just operate like that, man. That's just how they do things. Um, but. 
has, has, Sunday's outcome, game outcome, change change your perception of the team, like the team mm. season. Man, that's a tough question, bro. I've no. been thinking about that a lot. Like, I don't know. I'll just put it like this. They did check a box for me. They checked the box. to If if I were to believe that this team can turn it around, they checked the box that would make me believe it. I'm not saying I'm there yet, but they did something that would make me believe it. Um, I just got to see it, bro. I got to see. Show me something against the Ravens. Show me something. You know what I'm saying? Show me you can handle a good team, a good well-coached team that, you know, you know, they, you know, they're not perfect, but, you know, they're a good team. They can beat anybody. You know, show me you can go up there. You can, you can, you can, you can let them come down here and handle up. Show me. Then maybe I'll start be like, ooh, I don't know, maybe this team. They call Melo Anthony look like, ooh, I don't know. I, so, think, I, I think if they can beat the Ravens, we all making that Carmel, like you just said, brother. Carmel Anthony, like, oh, okay, okay. Oh. Other than that, other than that, you know, this Raiders game is just a flash in the pan, you know. Right. Even, even Jim Haslett had games like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you get a game like this. So, we'll see, bro. Like, it's so, like, this team had so, had so many issues, but it also showed you this game here. It's like, man. They got some talent on this team, bro. You they know do, what I'm saying? Man. Like, there's no reason, no really good reason this team should be bad. Maybe not a Super Bowl team, you know, because they are questions at quarterback. <clears throat> but there's no reason this should be a bad team, a top, picking top five top team. You know what I'm saying? So like, talent-wise, that should not be the case. Here's the thing, though. Talent-wise. Talent-wise. But, but not great coaching to – no. Bad, bad coaching is hard to overcome. Hard to overcome, bro. Hard, hard to overcome. Not, and that's all I'm gonna say. You know, we 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 beat the the da drum enough. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna beat him down. Let him have his little flowers this week, man. He did, and I will say, this past Sunday was the best defensive game plan I've seen all season. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, you 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 have to contend with trying to shut down Devontae Adams. You had to contend with trying to shut down Josh Jacobs. I know Darren Waller didn't play, but Josh Jacobs at that point had been going off all season. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. I don't know what it is, bro, about about Devontae Adams, bro. But DA always got a, a game plan for his ass. Always, don't he? always, don't he? <laughs> Interesting, right? Um. Anyway, we we rattled on for almost close to an hour. Um. This should be up. Mm, hope it'll, it'll be up tomorrow morning. So that's Tuesday morning. So you guys can finally listen to it. We apologize for not doing it sooner, but after the game on Sunday, the the logistics of the situation did not work it out. It did not we work. Were, could not. You know, we was we was enjoying city man. Like I, I don't apologize about that. I don't. Hell no. They won. We were enjoying the city. It was like kind of our last <clears throat> night together. Us all being together, so we just we just did our thing and and enjoyed. But truly, 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 again, thank y'all for everything. Um, everyone in the Patreon, anyone in the everyone in the community, thank y'all. I don't want to pe- feel people. I don't want people to feel a certain way if if you listen to the podcast and you download the podcast and you're not a Patreon that we're not including y'all in it because we want to thank y'all for for listening to us for downloading for 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 continuing to to interacting everything man all like, that all that I, 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 
don't. I'm, I am not trying to single, trying to make, trying to ostracize y'all out at all. I want to make that clear, but I also want to give flowers to to the community as as a whole for every everything that happened this weekend. I truly, I truly mean it when I say it was one of the best weekends of my life. Um, and the, I won't say the scary thing, but like it, 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 it it's probably going to be bigger next year. Right, oh, yeah. we had like twenty, twenty six, twenty seven people total at the party. It's probably going to be bigger next year. Um, like I said, me and Elise are already working out shit, thinking of ideas. So, like, we're we're in it, man. We are we are in it to go a hundred percent. Thank y'all. We'll be back on Monday. Is the the game? We'll be back um, a little later in the week. We'll preview the Monday night football game against the Ravens. And then the live stream will be back next Monday. Us all watching the Ravens game um, together on zoom in person. So everything back kind of back to some normalcy for, for a while. Um, But thank everyone for all the support. We truly, truly appreciate y'all. And what a, what a win. What a a win. win. Uh, We'll be back later this week to preview the Ravens game that we're out peace mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.